0: I gotta get something off my chest y'all My freshman year of college I went to this party with my roommate That was like 5 miles off campus so she drove us I told her I had to go to my 8am the next day And she was not trying to listen to me So I went to the bathroom and I called the police And I told them it was underage drinking and drugs at this party They shut that motherfucker down in like 20 minutes And she got a $485 ticket for underage drinking But I tell you what I was in bed by 9.45 It's a a whole lot of of hands It's a whole lot of money and before you get on here trying to feel sympathy for my roommate this white girl took me to the middle of clanland land on a school night uh doing body shots and shit and taking random pills out of pill bowl i'm like yeah we're going back to our own establishment okay i <laughs> whatever you got going on you're gonna have to do it on your own personal time because me I'm heading back to the place where the other black people are. <laughs> but anyway, what's up y'all? Welcome back to Black Explaining the Podcast. I frequently take hiatuses and it's it's just because I'm inconsistent and I have no control over my mental or emotional health, y'all. So, we're all going to take this journey of me eventually getting it together. As a group, as a family, guys, we're just gonna hold hands in Kumbaya and we're gonna see if I make it. <laughs> but I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. All right. Little check in. I'm doing okay. Um, I'm doing literally okay. I'm not doing great, I'm not doing bad, I'm doing literally okay, guys. I'm happy to be here, I'm happy to be recording. Um, I am happy to tap into this week's episode because I let you guys pick the vibe on Instagram and it was a tie between uplifting and chaotic. And I just want you guys to know that like, that's my vibe. Like I want to be equally as uplifting as I am just completely rambunctious. So I really appreciate you guys for that. But I want to say more so, I want to be a little bit more so uplifting because one of the things that I really wanted to talk about this week was like my sisters, my black queens, my fellow sisters, and, you know, uh, women outside of that. If you want to include yourself, that's your prerogative, unfortunately. But I'm really talking to my sisters, my queens, my women. I want to I want to talk to us really quickly, okay? Because one of the trends or one of the things that I have been seeing a lot on social media is us participating in some rather homophobic language, okay? My sisters, don't don't tune out, don't turn it off. Just listen to me, just listen to me. And one of the things that I see is like, you know, maybe a man will make like a dance video where he's shaking his hips. And while I am not a fan of dance videos online, just as a whole, I don't really wanna watch anybody dance online. I think specifically like, The the thing about it is, is like I'll see like maybe a man make a dance video or he'll have like a fit check or something like that in the outfits, just a little alternative. Like maybe he's got on like some funky colors or some he's playing with texture, which I'm a big fan of. Or something like that. And then I'll see in the comments a bunch of my sisters, you know, my my black sisters saying, oh, you know, that's zesty or that's sassy. You know, we're, we're, we're familiar with the language that's out there. And not to say it's not happening from black men as well. But my, my ladies, we have to be better than them. <laughs> we must not allow them to outdo us. But also on a more serious note, I think like the, the, the impact of especially women playing into homophobia like that is what that that's what traps us as well because like i say on here every other week y'all the white imperialist patriarchy is out to get every single solitary one of us Okay, it's out to get every. It's it's out to get all of us. Cause remember, the white imperialist patriarchy is the same thing that you know traps us into this box of over sexual over sexualization and masculinity. You know, in the perception of the white man. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting the Dr. Umar hat on early here, y'all, because I need y'all to understand. But I implore us, especially as black women to steer away from participating in the homophobic language specifically because it only traps us into that that hyper-masculinity box, okay? Because I think a lot of times when we're seeing, when women are seeing like, you know, the funky outfits or, you know, the dances or whatever the case is, whatever they have observed that they think is, you know, a little quote-unquote zesty or quote-unquote sassy, what they're saying is that the behavior that they're seeing is quote-unquote feminine or they believe is, you know, it's a little too girly or something like that. And all in all, at the heart of homophobia is a hatred of femininity. Usually men who hate other gay men Also hate women because it is femininity that is their enemy. And they're told, you know, that femininity is too delicate, it's too weak, it is to be perceived as lesser than because masculinity is what regulates them, it what gives them their control, it's what lets them know that they're a man. And what, what is that? The white imperialist patriarchy, and y'all not listening to me, okay? Especially because I want all of us Okay. I want every single solitary one of us to be free from white imperialism. Okay. I want black men to be feel comfortable shaking their hips on the internet and wearing outfits that are full pink and lavender and skirts and whatever the fuck else they want to wear, because it is literally the most freeing thing when you are your truest and most authentic self. And I think that people Especially people who have spent a great deal of their lives people pleasing or like emotionally regulating due to trauma often try to find validation in others via social media. I'm not your therapist, so if that doesn't apply to you, let it fly. But what I'm saying is, babe, what I'm saying is, my sister, please. Please don't fall into that trap of trying to put somebody else into the box that you've created for yourself because that insecurity of yours, that, my sister, is projection. Do you see what I'm saying? You, 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 you view the femininity that you exhibit, the femininity that you have been handed as something negative, and you view the femininity that the white imperialist patriarchy has created for you to be too restrictive, and it is. However, viewing femininity and viewing traits that are associated with femininity as a weakness only plays into that misogyny that the white imperialist patriarchy wants us to project. They want us to have it. They want us to talk about it and they want that to divide us, okay? I want us all to be free. I want black men to frolic on the internet. I want them to, you know, love animals and colors and I want them to be more emotional and I want them to feel that that is authentic for them because that improves the relationships that they have with themselves and with us y'all okay when the fuck was it gay to be dancing on the internet and furthermore what is wrong with that so let's, let's let's play into that a little bit. If it were gay, okay, because we're gonna go down this rabbit hole. Like I said, uplifting, chaotic. We're gonna get a little spicy and then we're gonna round it out. All right, if it was gay to be dancing or if it was gay to be wearing colors, what? And I'm gonna re-say that what is wrong with that? What is wrong with that? Yeah, that's the issue there. But I want to re, I want to just emphasize something here very quickly to you all, to my, to my black women, to my black men, to anybody who is listening. I want you to know that the only thing that makes you gay, the only thing that makes you as a male gay, the only thing that makes a person identifying as a male gay is being sexually and romantically attracted to other men. That's literally it. It's not dancing. It's not painted nails. It's not colorful hair. It's not lingo. It's not dancing on the internet. It's all of the things that you think are like zesty or sassy. That's not it. Being gay has only something to do with who you're attracted to that's it, that's, and I want you, that is completely, I want you to know that a man could be on the internet with purple nails, a pink shirt, hoochie daddy, and this shirt is a crop top, y'all, because I I want you to visualize this with me, a pink crop top, which is an excellent color on black men, by the way, look, if your nigga ain't never wore pink, I don't know what to tell you, but a pink crop top. Purple nails, y'all, because don't forget I said that. Hoochie daddy shorts on. And out, they touch right at the bottom of the booty cheek meat. Yeah, they high, all right. And he could be feet shoulder width apart. Ass facing the camera. Hand on knee, hand on knee. Shaking ass on his thought shit. And the only thing about that video that would make him gay is if he had another man as his partner. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm going with this? Let's be free from the boxes. Now, I'm not going to tell anybody that you have to participate in anything or that you have to indulge in anything. Like if you're a man and you don't want to get your nails painted, you don't have to. If you are a man and you're, you're not really into crop tops, don't wear them. But the projection of your insecurity about how you feel about your sexuality onto other men who participate in those things is what traps us in the box of the white imperialist patriarchy. My brothers, my sisters, we must be free from it. And I know I sound like a hippie and I sound like a lunatic. And the point might get lost in the fact that, you know, I'm a little histrionic right now, a little theatrical, but I'm so serious. I think the the participating... And the projection of insecure sexuality and specifically unexplored sexuality is what really causes the detriment here because there's nothing wrong with femininity, just like there's nothing wrong with homosexuality. And the projection of something being wrong with that is what causes the division. That's what that's what causes you know a lot of the discomfort because there's literally nothing wrong with with anybody doing anything because I saw and I say this because I saw this one video of this a young lady and her and her boyfriend were like in the bathroom and they were doing you know that dance that's popular you know the I I'm doing it right now but y'all cannot see me so that's niable to anybody but you know it's like the little hip shake like you do the thing and then you like shake shake and then it's like doo, doo, doo. y'all know what I'm talking about okay so stop acting like I'm crazy. But no, so they were in the bathroom and you see all the kind, oh, this one has a little sweetness to it or, you know, he's, you looking for your man, he looking for his. And I'm just like, why? Why are we trapped by that language? Why are we trapped by those preconceptions? And specifically, how do we free ourselves from it? Because what does where... Somebody else puts their dick have anything to do with strangers on the internet. And this is the other thing. I really want y'all to also be untrapped by thinking people are owed your opinion or they are owed your thoughts or something on a specific type of conversation. And I know that's literally what I'm doing right now by being on this podcast and giving my unsolicited opinion, but I... Do not care what other people do. Unless you out here, you know, speaking negatively about black people, then I got a problem with you. Anybody else? You know what I'm saying? Because to this day, y'all know what I'm saying? I'm sliding in Dr. Umar's DMs and I'm trying to get him to come on the pack. <laughs> Every, I will tell, I'm, at this point I'm his stalker, all you right. right? I'm gonna get him on this podcast, y'all, and we're gonna fucking, we're gonna hash it out. But anyway, I want us, I need that to be something that in 2022 into 2023 we work on. I want us to stop participating in, you know, the perpetuation of the feminine is bad stereotype. And when I say feminine, I mean like feminine woman and feminine non-identifying woman. Because I won't say like just women and men because I look. We can talk about a gender binary in another episode. I know I'm a little off topic here, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you feel like so what's, what somebody's doing is like funny or something, like you can be like, oh, you know, that nigga ain't wildin' the fuck out type shit or that's fine. But what I want us to stop doing is going to like, the that's zesty or that's that's a little sweet or something like that. Because I think, you know, the use of that language, especially when we're trying to Demean or bash somebody only reinforces the stereotype that the femininity that we have been prescribed and you know the associate the association of you know queerness are the two detrimental things. And you know what the real enemy is, y'all—the white imperialist patriarchy. Say it with me, y'all, because I know you know it by now. Because I know I as many times if you have listened to my podcast more than once, oh, you know about that white imperialist patriarchy, okay? So if you're a black man, I want you to feel free. And I, cause, and don't think I'm just, I'm, I'm just on black men today, ladies, cause I'm not, if you're a black man, I want you to feel free, you know, to participate in those things that, you know, would get you looked at as feminine or sweet or zesty. I keep going back to these words because they're really the only, the, the, the predominant ones that I see on social media, but in all seriousness. You know, I don't what I think when men internalize that, it's because they, too, also think that, you know, that perception of femininity is what makes them weak. And I think especially, you know, with cultural context here, the way we have redefined femininity and masculinity to, you know, be inclusive of the way it is perceived for you know, people who are non-identifying as well as, you know, not cisgendered heterosexual people can mean that, sure, some things might be a little feminine, some things might be a little masculine presenting, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are not things that certain people should participate in. And what I mean is, you know, like, I think a lot of times, like men, are, they they do often perform traditional masculinity for each other like they get on the internet and and they say all these just wild ass shit about women and they speak to each other about women in very wild and dangerous ways and a lot of that masculinity is it results in violence you know what i mean like when men get mad and they get re- and they feel rejected They they usually turn externally like they're not going to internalize that and become anxious or become depressed They're going to externalize that and jaw somebody. All right. They're gonna fucking hit somebody in they shit They're gonna try to shoot at somebody They're gonna try to break into somebody's house to prove their point because they feel like their masculinity has been Disrespected. However, you know when the perception of femininity is there, it is presumed that that person is weak or they're quote unquote gay or something to that extent. And I think that that's first, you know, we don't, we don't have to talk about like double standards because that's not what this episode is about. But I do think additionally, like, it's very, like I said, it, it traps you and, you know, You can be a man who takes care of himself and not be feminine. You can also be a man that wears nail polish and bright colors and dances on the internet and, you know, maybe likes specific types of accessories. I don't fucking know. You can literally do whatever you want and not be gay because like I said, the only thing that makes you gay is being sexually and romantically attracted to other men. That's it, y'all that's really it. So my sisters, I want us to stop participating in that. Like if you think it's funny, it's funny. If you think it's corny, it's corny. If you think it's cringe, it's cringe. But sweet, zest, duh, don't don't put that labels on them. Okay? We want black men to start feeling more comfortable, start feeling more authentic and become more in tune with things like their their more free side, their more emotional side. They're so they can stop being so fucking angry all the time. All right? But then my brothers, because it's oftentimes men that are performing masculinity for other men that get trapped in these conversations. And I don't want that for you guys either. I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. So there's, there's, I I feel like there was some upliftment in there somewhere, y'all. I really do. Because I want every single solitary one of us to be, to feel free enough to be our authentic selves. Okay. I don't want anybody Sitting up here being like, oh, well, if I post that, then everybody's going to think I'm feminine. I really like, I lean fucking into it. Last week you had on a crop top and hoochie daddy shirts. This week, I want you to put on a white tee and a skirt, baby. Oh, shake the fucking table. I don't give a fuck. All right. I want to see it all. Okay. I want you to put on pearl earrings and a pearl necklace And I want you to put a a man purse on or just a regular purse. I want you to get a romper. I, I want you to do all of these things. And I want you to feel comfortable doing it because being trapped by some random white imperialist definition of masculinity doesn't feel good. It can't. Okay. So whoever you have to look to for inspiration, you know, do it. Okay. Get your nails painted, dye your hair a random ass motherfucking color like fall madly and passionately in love with you know an activity that yo niggas wouldn't want to go do with you like I just want you to fucking love making candles all right I want you to just fucking fall head over heels with embroidery my nigga like None of these, you feel what I'm saying? None of these things challenge your masculinity. And I really want you to know that. Now, my sisters, let's release some of that pressure because I also like, I I, I want you to rethink what masculinity is for you because you could be attracted to a man that gets manicured and wears bright and funky colors. And if you were in a bar and some white dude grabbed your arm and tried to holler at you, your nigga would still knock him the fuck out. Let me tell you this. All right. I want you to rethink what masculinity is for you. Because masculinity for me, you know, as someone who has a different relationship with Um, the word and, you know, the idea of sexuality, masculinity for me, from what I have seen, not from what my own definition is, was always, like, covering. It wasn't controlling. It wasn't domineering. It was always covering. Like, femininity was strategy. Like, femininity was, like, we are precise. We are, we're not delicate. We are strategic. And we are, you know, intelligent thinkers of the situation. Don't, I I never had the perception of femininity as something that was weak and docile and, you know, meant to be protected. Just like I never had the perception of masculinity. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I know niggas who will straight up go get a manicure, go fucking clean out some gutters. And if you fucking get into a fight at the Popeyes, they finna knock that nigga out for you. And it's all, you know, a very comfortable feeling of masculinity, and that's what I want for everybody. Or if you don't want that, if you want something a lot more non-traditional, I want that for you too, y'all. This is what I'm saying. Let release the white imperialism, okay? The queen died today, y'all. that has to be a sign. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all, look. If I'm if I'm going to hell, I guess I'm a seer. That that was also wrong, y'all. I'm sorry, but no. Release yourself, okay? And that's, I'm going to step out of my soapbox, y'all, because I don't want y'all to feel like I'm preaching at you and I'm yelling at you or nothing like that, because that's not what it is. Y'all know that's not what it is. But additionally, some additional uplifting I wanted to say was I also keep seeing a lot of stuff on the internet. And it can be hard. Like, it, even with me blocking every single solitary white people, I, white person I encounter on my For You page, on my Instagram. Shit, if I see a white person on Facebook, they get blocked. I try to cater the content that I see across my social media platform so much. I see so much bullshit from all these white people and all these you know misogynistic content creators that are talking about like the type of love you deserve based on your physical appearance so I want to say that you and I want you guys to listen I want you to take a second I want you to just if you if you're if you're scrolling through something I just want you to pause if you're listening If you're like doing this and you're working, I just want you to take a second. I'm not going to take up too much of your time because I really want you to hear me on this one, okay? I want you to know that you, right now, as you are, no changes, no modifications, no additions. You are worthy and you are deserving of love. As you are, no contingencies. Because that's it, y'all. You don't have to be... A, a 10 or whatever also just as a side note please free my people from smash or past videos um but no to continue you don't have to be you know exceptionally thin or small or you don't have to be super thick you ain't gotta have a donk body you don't have to be super light you don't have to be super dark you don't have to be anything other than what you are right now to deserve love that's it I know the discourse about dating and the discourse about relationships and the discourse about attractiveness can get, it can get really cloudy and it can be hard, especially when a lot of these people participating in these conversations are people you may consider friends or people you have had feelings for in the past. I know it can get difficult to kind of muddle through all those conversations and all this discourse when it, this involves real people, like the people Creating the content might have a platform, but a lot of the people who are reacting to the content, they're like us. They're just commenting. They're reacting. And those people, those those are the people that, you know, you associate with that you might have a connection to. And they're also participating in this conversation. Like, yeah, fat bitches don't deserve men with money. Fat bitches only deserve niggas on lockdown for the rest of their life, you know, writing, having pen pals um, and doing conjugal visits every three weeks. Like, no especially to my 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 fellow fat babes, my fellow plus-size babes. Don't let none of these niggas tell you you aren't deserving or worthy of anybody's love because you are. Okay, I said I was going to be uplifting and I really am serious about this y'all because I frequently have to tell myself the same thing. I don't have to change myself to be worthy of love. I don't have to alter my personality or who who how I act or how I'm perceived by others to be worthy or deserving of love. I'm deserving of that love as I am. And you are too, unless you're white. And then I can't help you, but look, I stay out of white people's business. So if the white community has decided that, you know, all of y'all are deserving of love, then I love that for you. Okay. Because I know, and I'm just like, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little sentimental. It's like, it's, Excuse me, y'all. I just had a virtual session with my therapist an hour ago. That's why I'm... It The best and most fulfilling kind of love that you could ever receive is the kind of love that you can participate in with no contingencies, no conditions, nothing. Just as you are, people who literally just love you for who you are and how you exist in that moment that is literally the best feeling ever you know what I'm saying I look see y'all uh, don't get me to crying on this motherfucking podcast because y'all know I'm a real nigga <laughs> okay but literally y'all I you are worthy you are deserving okay you are and the last thing I want to say, y'all, is um, you niggas with podcasts and cell phones, hand them the fuck over right now. Hand them the fuck over. Put them on the fucking table and walk away. Okay, I'm I'm writing a law. And if you are a nigga, if you are a white man, if you are a pick-me-ass bitch, if you have ever been on the internet and you've been like, uh, well, you bitches, yeah, hand it the fuck over. Give me your phone. Give me that microphone. Okay, free us. Uh, from these raggedy ass people with these podcasts. Free us from people walking around on the street, using their iPhone as a microphone, asking people questions on the street. Get away from me, okay? Leave me alone. Free us from, would you like to have this dollar or do you want me to double it or give it to somebody else? Free us, okay? Free us from, what would you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10? Free us. Free us from smash or pass videos free us from ranking videos free us from you like light skins or you like dark skin free us free us from this content y'all i'm tired of it okay i need if y'all are going to be on here a uh, perpetuating stereotypes and participating and this hyper-masculine-ass culture, at least let it be beneficial. If you are a misogynistic man, I need you every other couple of videos to show me what it means when my car starts making this weird noise. Okay, that's the one thing y'all don't want to participate in it. Okay, I know hella hyper-masculine-ass niggas that's always calling shit gay. That's always, you know, talking about the boys in the skinny pants and shit like that. And those niggas know how to fix cars, clean gutters, and replace pipes. Okay, if you're going to be hyper-masculine, at least make it fucking work for somebody. And bitch, if you're going to be on the internet talking about some, oh, you have to be in your divine feminine to get men to love you. Bitch, I want the next fucking video to show me how to make a pot roast. All right? Because what you sitting on here just fucking wearing dresses and heels for talking about just show up and be feminine and he'll love you. Yeah, bitch, you forgot that the other part of that traditional femininity is cooking cornbread, pot roast, and fucking sweet potatoes. All right? So why the fuck is your next video not showing me how to make a pineapple upside down cake? All right. If y'all want to participate in these fucking stereotypes so much, I need you to make them worth our while. Okay. So if you on here talking about all this misogynistic ass bullshit, but the next fucking video is not how to change my alternator. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't care. And if bitch, if you want the internet talking about some, here are six tips to step into your divine feminine energy, but the next fucking video isn't how to fucking make your cornbread uh, without the little tiny sour cream balls that I keep finding in mine. I don't fucking care. All right. You, y'all make you making all these divine femininity videos, bitch. I need the next one to show me how to fucking fold a fitted sheet. All right, show me what tools I'm supposed to use to get all this goddamn dust off of my TV stand because it'd be fighting back, all right? And you fucking your masculine ass niggas. You talking about some, oh, a truly alpha male. Well, truly alpha male, Uh, the pipe in my fucking kitchen just burst. I need you to show me how to replace it, okay? My washing machine has been... Uh, trying to get up and walk out of my basement for like three weeks now. What am I supposed to do about that? None of these tips are helpful. Okay, if we gonna go stereotype, or oh, we gonna go full stereotype, nigga. Okay, bitch. How do I make a sour cream pound cake? Mm-hmm. I want recipes. Because that's what the traditionally feminine bitches was doing. They was cooking. And you just on the internet talking hella shit about how, oh, when you're divinely feminine, you don't twerk in the club. What am I supposed to do in the club, ma'am? Praise dance? Yeah, they're not playing Kirk Franklin in here. So we're going to have to wrap this up. And you niggas talking about some, a truly alpha man would do that. Well, a truly alpha man would also build his own house from fucking scratch. So um, unless the next fucking video is a Menards haul and you're showing me the fucking lumber, pack it up and get the fuck out of here. I need y'all to skedaddle. (laughs) Okay, I, I need you to pack it up and I need you to leave. All right, phones on the fucking table, microphones in the goddamn trash can. And I need you, I need you all to just find each other and talk to each other about this stuff and leave us out of it, okay? Free us from all of this stuff I was just talking about, y'all. I'm fucking sick of it, okay? Okay? Look, if you've made it this far, <laughs> I, I think there's been a little chaos and there's been a little upliftment. And that's my personal brand, all right? After this, I'm going to call my mom and I'm going to complain about how we lose recipes, recipes, okay? Because I had to eat at fucking Wingstop Three out of five days this week because I can't fucking cook. And it's not because anybody teach me. It's because it didn't teach me. It's because I intentionally didn't learn. All right. My best friend wanted to make brownies at my house the other day. I hid all of the pans from her. There's no cooking that happens in this establishment, bitch. If you want it, go fucking buy it. Who washing dishes? Not me. Yeah. So anyway, guys, remember, let's drop the act, okay? Things aren't sweet. They're not soft. They're not zesty. They're not sassy just because they are perceivably feminine. They're just different. And I want us to find a way to resolve that specific issue so we can be more comfortable with people being their authentic selves. Secondly, please remember that unless you're white, there are no contingencies placed on love. All right. You are worthy You are deserving, and I want that for you. And if you're white, I'm praying for you. (laughs) And additionally, please, please, y'all, please, please stop participating in the white imperialist patriarchy because you know it's out to get us all, y'all. Okay? If I look, okay, I just want everybody to have a great week. I want you to have a great weekend, you know. I know the Brits are going through it right now, um, so (laughs) y'all do what y'all gotta do, but yeah, y'all, it is a wonderful day to be black, as always, okay, so stay black, y'all, rest in peace to the very talented, the very special David Arnold, and have a fantastic weekend, everybody, be blessed, stay black.